Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thinker Girl, the podcast. Okay, welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast for the third week. Uh, which is pretty exciting, but might be a bit uh, meshy with the dates and bits and pieces, but um, we're just going to do one once a week. I'm joined by Christy Mercer. Hello. And Danny Poller. Hello, darling. Um, hi, guys. Hi, we're here. This We've is made exciting. It the third party. Three times the charm. I know, it's good. We're actually, um, we're onto it. It's good fun. And, I- and with the dates and things, it's, it doesn't matter when we do it. It's just good fun to be able to have a chat. Yeah, and hopefully we've got someone that's listened to maybe two by now. That'd yeah, be nice, and we're in onto a third. And we're in proper relationships. Like I feel like, you know, we we can just kind of get straight into it. Yep. All right. Well, let's do this. Um, so for new listeners, um, we bring in a gem each, <laughs> um, which is like a topic, and then we just discuss. And we've got Philip the timer on. Oh yeah, I yeah, forgot Phillip about Philip. Did you bring him in with you today? I'm putting him on now. So 11, okay, cool. All right. So it's like we've just finished all of our brekkie shows. It's like 11 o'clock on a Friday morning. Um, so we need one for 11.10. Okay. 11.10. 11.01. And then we need, okay, all right. So guys, what have you got today? Um, I want to talk about being in a relationship and, and whose job is it to pay for the pill, the contraceptive pill. Okay. Mm. I love that. Yep. I think that's a real good one. Um, I want to talk about a a theory that I have on the new single person. Okay. Uh Cool. Um, We kind of discussed before uh, that I would go first because mine's a bit heavy, so we might as well just get it out of the way. And it's also something that I think I I, I probably need to – I need some company on, a bit self-indulgent. But um, my gem this week is – I just wanted to talk a bit about the relationship I had with my pet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a dog, Charlotte. Uh, she was five years old. She's, she was given to me in my previous relationship. Uh, then I broke out of that and brought her to Cairns with me. I moved from Melbourne to Cairns. So it was a really big, a big deal. She came up on the plane and, um, and she was, we were in the, I know lots of people say this, but she came with me everywhere. So if it was girls brunch, she was there. If it was dinner at someone's house, they expected Charlotte to be there. She'd be go outside sometimes or whatever, but there wasn't really so anywhere that my mate wasn't with me. She was just always sitting on the front seat next to me in the car. Aww. And what kind of dog was, was Charlotte again? Um, she's a Cavalier King Charles. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was a little lap dog. So was she an inside dog? Yeah, she was a house dog. That's for sure. But she certainly wasn't lazy or kind of just moped around. Like she was full of energy. Like she her kind of Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, funny how exactly. they say that because you couldn't actually yeah. think of it. a dog version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, she was probably a bit less, she was way less selfish, but because um, <laughs> she just gave her life to me. And then about, oh God, it would have been almost a couple of months ago now, um, she got run over on a Saturday night and she died in uh, the end of June. 
And well, I haven't. How did she get out, though? She, I let her out, and this isn't, yeah. you know, I was really quite liberal with the with the lead. Like that, you know, she if we went across the road to the park where she'd go to the toilet sometimes, or she did any of that, um, I wouldn't necessarily put her on the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's something I have to live with because I know a lot of people looked at me and turned their noses up but she like I was saying before she was a ball of energy and she needed to run like she just ran she didn't stop we'd go for a picnic at a park for the whole day from midday till five o'clock get on the piss and what's she doing she's bolting around everywhere like there was nothing lazy about this dog and so I kind of feel like I had to give that to her especially considering she was an apartment dog yeah, of mm. course, of course. So, so anyway, so I made... I yeah. spoke to you around the time that all of this horrible stuff happened. And, um, I mean, obviously, it's always hard to lose a pet. And I've got a pet, so I, I could really relate. And the shock was pretty full on. But um, you guys were living alone together in Queensland, where you're so far away from your friends and your mm. family. So that kind of, for me, when you told me what happened, made it all the more devastating. Like, I was yeah. just so shocked for you. Mm. It was a real big shock. And I think so, with grief... That is one of the biggest things. Is it may it is a different type of grief when there's shock involved. Mhm, mhm. So how how have you gone dealing with it? I know it's like an it's a massive loss and it's awful and and you know it's a couple of months on now. How have you gone? I've never ever understood. I I, I understood people like I know Danny, you do this like you call like you refer to your dog talking to as mummy's going to do this. I never really did that. But it was very much a mateship and I felt she almost gave an, as much to me as I gave to her. But I definitely yeah. was her master. I was her mum. Like I, but I never, ever felt that as much when I lost her because I yeah. felt such a level of responsibility that I let her down to protect her. Oh, no. And see, see, you can't beat yourself up about no, it because it's just... Yeah, yeah. I can't and I don't, but it, it, it's, I'm just kind of trying to explain the feelings, I guess, that were initially there. And so yesterday, the reason that I'm bringing this up today was because yesterday, I only yesterday went by myself and collected her ashes. Oh. And now I have them with me. And I know this is so heavy, so sorry. It's a no, bit go. Long, but, Don't be sorry. Um, no, it's what's going on right now. Now I have them with me and it, I still feel light. Like I don't feel heavy and depressed, but mm. I um, I don't know what to do with them. It is, you know, it's one of those life things where, you know, they all everything sounds so poetic and you do yep. all this stuff and then mm. all of a sudden you've got a box with the most important little piece of thing ever in the world to you and it's just in a box like what the hell does, to do now how does, it, how does the thought of, of keeping it feel to you I was yeah. so open with my ex and actually going to throw them where we kind of raised her together and and he was very much a, like he loved her so we both really grieved it and would still be grieving and and I yeah. hate to think of how he's going through it because at least I had a few more years with her you know um yeah but I've now that I've got her with me I don't know if I'm going to be able to touch that and sprinkle that away. I, I don't know. What, would you? What was her favourite place? You say her favourite park was across the road. I know when our when our family um, dog died, Shadow, we put him in the park that he used to love. That he always ran through, and he lived for that park. So that's where his ashes live, and it's actually just across the road from Mum and Dad's place. So that's nice. Like we call it Shadow's Park, and every time you go over there, I don't know. It's it's nice to have that, but at the same time. His ashes sat um, sat in under the stairs, like which is where you know where mum and dad keeps all their storage 
and junk stuff under there for a few years yeah, before someone said, hey, Shadow's still under there. We need to do something with his remains. I love the, the name Shadow. That's adorable. Um, yeah, and that's the funny thing, isn't it, is that you've got all these poetic or these kind of cliche things that you imagine when this stuff happens, but life kicks in and you're busy. And you want to avoid things. So I leave yeah. the ashes there. I'm getting voicemail calls from the vet. Hi, you know, Stacey, we've still got Charlotte here for you to come and get. I couldn't do it. And I finally did it yesterday. Found myself just driving there. Sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I can't hear you properly, Stacey. Oh. What, what did you finally do? I just found myself driving there without meaning to drive there. To I just where? all of a sudden yeah. started driving there. And I to went and where, got Stacey? her. And sorry. To okay. where? To the vet to get oh, her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to pick up the ashes, yeah. Yeah, and so then I um yeah, then I picked her up and now I have her. And so she's she stayed I put her under the bed where my pillow is, like right under there, and she slept there with me last night. But now I just she, Port Melbourne Beach was where we were going to let her go because that's where she kind of grew up and it was her happiest. But I don't know if I'm ready to yeah, to to let, to let go, go yeah. and if I'll carry carry her with me forever I'm not sure now it's, the thing is I don't think it is I don't think it's weird and I don't think it's wrong for you to keep them whether it be for you know a couple of months or a couple of years my grandpa's ashes were actually under the stairs as well with um, our dog Shadow's ashes he was there for a number of years yeah I know and I also know someone very close to me that yeah. they haven't decided what to do mm-hmm. with their ashes either so it it is it's a real morbid thing to talk about but it's life like all of a sudden someone goes and then you have to make these decisions and I don't um I don't I'm here by myself trying to figure it out I I think I'll be the same with you Christy I think I'll just do it it'll happen it'll come when it comes yeah I guess I was was just gonna say because I've got a dog but obviously she's alive so I mean it would maybe it would be different if if you know if she had passed away but my suggestion would be to just hold on to it for now so that you can go through that through that phase through that grieving phase with it but I definitely think that eventually it will be a healthy thing to let it go but I think it's okay to kind of stick with it stick around you know go through all the the steps that you need to go through and maybe when you're back in Melbourne that's when you can really kind of go all right I'm ready to let it go yeah and you know that might be a week that might be two weeks it might be four years Mm. but I think it's important that you have in your mind I will let it go eventually but only when I'm really really ready do you know what would be really nice? And I know it's it's different because it was our grandpa, but we actually planted a tree and we it's called Grandpa's Tree and we put in the ashes with the actual plant. Yeah. So that every time we go to Granny's house, we laugh because Grandpa was always really short and we go, far out, look at Grandpa, he's so tall now. Aww. Because that's his, that, yeah, like that's his. And you can have a laugh, you know, about it because, you know, um, everyone's got a pretty good sense of humour in my family, but that's Grandpa's Tree so that, you know, that's if you wanted really, to, that's when a great you, idea. Yeah, when you go home to mum and dad's place or wherever, you know, that place might be where you decide to put the plant, that you actually have a place that you can go to where she will always be, that if you feel you wanted to, I don't know, not so much have a chat, but just be there and know that her remains are in that area, mm. then it might be nice to do a little plant tribute thing. Yeah, I know. I, I My girlfriend did that with their dog. Uh, and they, that was Charlotte's best mate actually. And he passed away really suddenly about a month before. So I've taken comfort in thinking that they're together, but they've got a rose bush. I don't know. And, and I think it's lovely and I think that's great too, but I'm not, I'm not convinced on it yet, but, oh, look. Philip has spoken. Hey, just quickly, I know Philip has spoken and we've got to end the, 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 the subject, but I'm, I'm interested in something else as well, because obviously we've been speaking since that happened. Mm. Um, but I've noticed that lately, 
I don't know, like I haven't really brought it up in conversation. You haven't brought it up either. How often are you thinking about Charlotte and, and where's your where's your heart at now? Not enough. I'm avoiding it a lot. Like yeah. I um and I think it's hard because it also reminds me of people that really knew her aren't living around me. So mm-hmm. there's so, she's so loaded. She's mm-hmm. so incredibly loaded. Not to mention that She's a big uh, sign of my past relationship. And so there's just a lot there. So I don't know. I I put a photo up of her last night on Instagram just because I picked her up and I just, I don't, I want to respect her, but at the same time, I'm not ready really. I don't think, I think I went through a bit of a stage and then I've just shut it away. So a bit of denial at the moment. I think so. I think so. And I've been separated from her before. I've gone overseas and done other things. So I don't know if it'll still hit me. I'm not sure. I but at the moment, um, yeah, I'm 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 much more comfortable not thinking about it, which is very unlike me. But that's okay to feel that way. Yeah. I think and if you feel better at the moment not talking about it, it's not to say you never have to. Onwards then, and yeah. upwards. Depresso. Yeah. Sorry. It's the <laughs> And just and one more question as well. What did, what did you because I know that I was saying to you, that's it, get another dog. And I know yeah. that quite a few people were saying yes. that to you. Where are you sitting with that? Because um, at the time you were like, nah, not yet. More so rescuing maybe another cavy. Yeah. I thought yeah. about maybe um yeah, get uh, helping another cavalier. But you know what it's like, girls, like I, I we're going to move. There's lots yeah, of factors to take into consideration for the next few years. Mm. So for now, I think I will. Um, Just she's... get a goldfish or get some of those. What are oh, those Christy, you can't say Remember that. Remember a those, goldfish. Um, Just get a goldfish. Just get a goldfish. No, no. Are you what kidding me? You know, they, they were like those little tadpole things. What were they oh, called? You might as well. Absolutely. You might as well have told me to get a Tamagotchi or something. Yeah, that's oh. a good idea. No, Mate. That's not a good idea at all. But moving on. That's so depressing. It's Dog so monkeys. offensive. Sea monkeys. That's what I was trying to say. You remember those things? No. Stick you your sea monkeys. That has no life yes. after Just you've had a dog. Because stick, that will help. Yeah, that'll help. Stick your sea monkeys up your backside, mate. All right, I think we need to move on because we don't need any fights on the podcast. Um, sea Christy, monkeys. Do you want to go next? Just get a fucking sea monkey. Yeah, yeah, get a sea monkey in you. Okay, um, I want to talk about, <laughs> I talk about um, when you are in a relationship, whose job is it to pay for the contraceptive pill? I've been with my uh, partner Zane for almost five years now and it's always just been my job because, I don't know, it's not something we ever really spoke about and it's something that I never really thought about until recently I went to the doctor to get a um, a script for the contraceptive pill. Mm. Um, and he, as he was printing the, the the script and stuff out, said, it's not cheap, is it? Because I'm on the most expensive one. I think it's like, it's gone up to like 89 bucks a, wow. you know, a, a pack that you buy, which... You know, not to say that I can't afford it, but, you know, you're not on a massive amount of money and you do actually notice paying for it, you know, all the time. That's a and lot. So 89 bucks a month. 80, oh, no, no. Can you tell how long bucks. it's been since I've been on the pill? Can you tell how long Are you on contraception, yeah, Danny? <laughs> Danny, are you on contraception? Oh, my God, my I'm co-host not, just no. walked out of the studio. I'm like, are you on contraception, Danny? You've had no. enough. <laughs> No, I'm not. I haven't. I, to be honest with you, girls, I was only on concentrate on the concentra- contra- concentration camp. Concentration camp. I was only on it once for a very short time, and it didn't agree with me. And I've gone our natural, which is probably a bit dangerous. Bit dangerous. Bit dangerous. How yeah. funny hey, is it that we're in relationships and go on the pill? Mm. With the like, that would be more likely uh, the time that would be the better time to get pregnant, and then we go single, go off the pill. Mm. 
and that's the worst time I would imagine to get pregnant. All my friends are the same. The same thing. They get out of a relationship and they seem to go off it. Yeah. Well, you're having less sex, let's face it. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're me, you're definitely not having much sex at all. (laughs) Breakfast Um, radio. What a (laughs) buzzkill. Or long-distance relationship. There's a buzzkill. Yeah, true. So where are you at with it? Well, when the doctor brought this up, he goes, oh, yeah, I said something about it being expensive and he had a little joke and he said, oh, isn't your partner paying half of it? And I thought, what? <gasps> doctor, he, bang. Why isn't he kind of paying half? Because he actually, he was so cute, this um, Indian doctor, he gave me a free sample. He goes, here, yeah, don't tell anyone. And he gave me a little, you know, a month's worth for free that he Aww. had in his drawer, which was so nice. And then I, and, and when I brought it up with Zane the other night, it wasn't as if, he wasn't saying no or anything like that, but I, I just, I personally felt weird asking because I thought, well, I'm the girl, I should be the one taking care of it. But right. I don't know, what do you guys reckon? Is it my job? How well, long you, have... I've never, Christy, I've never actually really, really thought about it until you said it then. And as soon as you started to explain it a little bit more, inside of myself, I was like, of course you should go 50-50. Or if there's a yeah. month where, you know, there's a few things that, you know how sometimes some months uh, bills and stuff get on top of you. Yeah, I think the last we should six definitely months. <laughs> have the freedom to turn around to our partners and go, hey, babe, look, I need that $90 for the pill. Yeah, Danny, we have the freedom, but there, it's certainly not supported and kind of celebrated or encouraged, yeah, yeah. you know. Not normal, so is it? I don't think mm. you're with a guy, Christy, that would say no, but it's certainly not the norm. And it it's an awkward conversation. My One of my best mates had it with her partner really early on because I was always on the implant on that rod thing. So I was a cheap ass. Oh, it worked really well for me. Worked really well. Three years, cost me 27 bucks on the healthcare card at uni. Bob's oh, your uncle, mate. That be good for you. Oh, it God, was great. I've got to get onto one of those. Hey, no, female I bitches, girls. don't judge. I'm not I've heard a horror story of somebody that actually had one inserted into their arm. She woke up in the next morning in a pool of blood. Oh, bullshit. Her body had rejected it and it through her skin. Well, I've got a dream boat story with it. It's always agreed with me and it's incredible. You don't have to do anything. It's great. So what happens? So just quickly. So I I think that's a fantastic point that, yes, we can all ask our boyfriends, but the fact is it's not the norm. And and, and I reckon for a lot of women, it would actually almost be a weird conversation to have. It is. And she has. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So back to my best mate, she had this conversation and I just know that if it ever got out amongst like his mates or if there it would, it would never be spoken about to start with but if it did again it would be another thing that would make her that ball busting you know drill sergeant handbrake girlfriend oh, and God. that's what I didn't want to do because exactly. I thought it's my responsibility uh, you know it's it's me taking care of myself 
But it just it just shits me because yeah. it's solely up to me. I'm the one that's got to remember to go to the doctors. I'm the one that's got to remember to get the pill. I'm the one that's got to go there, and I'm the one that's got to pay for it. It's not it's not just the money. It's just the whole responsibility of it that's solely left up to the chick. And I, think, I reckon you know, it shit. I reckon it should be like a year in, then you have a discussion about it. Not Don't even though, because if you've already built a relationship where you can't have those discussions, that relationship, that discussion is going to be so much harder. Do you yeah, know what I mean? but I, I don't think it's about having these kinds of chats. No, Far but, out. Get a new boyfriend. Yeah, but I think it's like at the same time, you know, like it is my responsibility now. You know, yeah. I don't have anyone to, like, tie... I'm not committed with anyone. So maybe I don't mean necessarily that you've been committed for a year, but you kind of got... You know, you see each other for three months or whatever, but if you kind of get to a point after about a year mm. that you think, okay, this is long-term, this is legit, we need to build a plan together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's actually about your contraception. It's actually about your future child. That's where my head would be at that you start to talk about it because I still think there are some things that need to be independent. You know, like I don't think it's like, hey, I'm sleeping with you for longer than six weeks. You owe me money. Exactly. That's ridiculous. (laughs) See, the thing was, my my beef with it was, was not so much the discussion or being, you know, having to ask, you know, for money for the pill or it was never awkward with Zane or anything like that, like quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. But it was the fact that I had to ask mm-hmm. and that any any girl in a relationship, I'm assuming, would have to ask because what boyfriend is going, hey, babe, you know how you're on the pill? How about I'll offer to pay for half? It just, it doesn't happen. It's, I, I think yeah. my problem was more the fact that it's the girl that's got to ask, whereas it shouldn't be that way. As you said, I so think, it should look, be a, I guess a maybe, joint thing. I guess maybe as women, right, what we need to do is when we have sons, we need that's to instill exactly that exactly what I was going to say. Like, instead of saying, yeah. don't forget to use a condom, we should say, hey, have you spoken to your girlfriend about getting the pill for her? Or better yet, we say, lead by example and say your father did this and then that's how they learn you just cut out I oh what did i the said father, what did the father say your fa- like your father did yeah. this so you lead by example and mm. that's where the generational thing will catch up you know what for now discussion with your son that would be oh it's in passing like anything you know like mm. like well, your dad paid for it when we was started going out or you know we've always shared yeah. that and then you kind of then it's in his head as as he grows up and it's an expectation right. yeah. that's where it starts this is so interesting you've really opened up um my mind to something new christy it's not really something that i've actually really really thought about and it's yeah, it's very interesting. I think but that's the thing. I, it's it's not something you think about. It's something that, as a female, you just do. do. And it's yeah. not until you look back and you go, "Well, hang on, is that right? Or or should it be my sole responsibility?" Well, this is when breakfast radio. That's when like the breakfast radio style format really works. Like, I, I would love right now to hear from some women that have had that conversation and how it works. Yeah, or I know. If, if their partners actually um, pay for the pill. There'd be no one, I don't reckon. That yeah, you reckon no one would call? Nah, I don't reckon. You'd be, you'd struggle. Yeah, you would struggle. Have we heard Philip, girls? Yeah, yeah Phil. Philip pays for his girlfriend's pill. Philip's a duck, mate. Yeah, but he's a he's a gentleman duck. Don't he's a gentleman. He's no. not women. I'm not a fan. I of think Philip's gay, actually. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> I'll love him. All right. He's gay. Does that make you like him a bit more? Shut so? up. <laughs> Okay, so girls, I'll just move on to my thing real quick. Have you got Philip all sorted? Yeah, he's good. Okay, so this is 
Okay, let me explain the theory first. How much? Then, oh, sorry, can I say one thing? I love this sick so much. Like, I, I wonder if anyone listens, but I fucking get so much joy out of these conversations. I can't even tell you. I'm just, you know what's, I'm going to have to be, this is not, you keep cutting out. I know, what's but this is. So do you. I can't hear, I can only hear like a third of what's going on, but that's all right. Okay. I'm dying to hear this story. All like, right. I just heard you go, I love. Really? That's what I heard. Well, I said I'm loving these conversations sick and I don't care if anyone's listening or not. Oh, I love oh that yeah, same. That. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, well, that was great. That was totally miss, but cool. Um, go. Okay, so girls, I'm going to tell you like my new theory, then we'll chat and then I'll tell you the, the story behind it. So I, my theory is that there's a new kind of single in the world and, and who she is, and this is directed at females, and who she is, she's that single woman that carries on and on about how she wants to be in a relationship, how she's been single for five years, how there's something wrong with her. But the fact is, the truth is, deep, deep inside, if you peel all the layers off, she's actually quite content being single. Are you just describing your own situation? <laughs> yes, because I didn't, know, I didn't know that I was that girl. I didn't yeah. know until last Friday. I got asked to go out for drinks with this guy. Um, we are going to do like four o'clock drinks. And I was, so, girls, I was so busy doing stuff, running around doing stuff at work. I didn't finish work till like one in the afternoon. And then I got home and I was like, I just want to do some errands. And I actually called him and said to him, look, can we do coffee? Like, can we have a drink next Saturday? Oh. And we couldn't work out oh, that. God. Oh, God. Oh. This, this, the next Saturday. So in the end, I said to him, look, okay, we will do a drink later, but how about I just call you when I'm done? <laughs> Danny, oh, no. The law already. And this is the girl that reckons she wants to be in a relationship. <laughs> this... What was his reaction like when you suggested that or oh. said, I'll call you when I'm ready? Well, he was lovely because he was like, oh, yeah, we can do next week. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm working next Saturday night. I'm doing this, blah, blah. And I was like, look, no. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, he was obviously he had to be cool with it. Like, what was he going to do? Mm. So what's the theory? So the again? theory is that there's a new kind of single woman who is the woman that yeah. goes around saying that she wants to be in a relationship. But the reality is I, I don't think she does. Like, I don't know how badly I want to be in one. Like, how's that for bad efforts? No, I don't believe you. Do you, do you but deep down, I'm with Stace, I reckon. Do you, I think deep down if you found the perfect kind of man that you wouldn't say no? That you yeah, wouldn't maybe say I'm too And this is the thing, right? This is... I'll give you my, from the other single girl side, which I'm trying to learn. Mm. There is absolutely no question in my mind, Danny, that you're not content and love your life. And there's something so powerful about realizing that when you're single. So I don't want to take away any of that because that's so true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But with us being so busy and what I've actually spoken to a lot of career women, women that are in their late 30s, early 40s, they get into that zone. Their life is pretty amazing. Like they've got pretty incredible stories, some beautiful friends, lots of children around them, family, all that stuff. And you're feeling very content and very loved. But you've forgotten to actually also make time for that. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it may not feel like a priority. And it may actually, for some reason, we have to feel power by not wanting that. And it's ridiculous because I, I think – we've got to get into the pattern of saying very openly, I want that. I'm looking for, I'm going to make time for it. Even if I don't have the time, just like I don't have the time for work or for fitness or for that, it's balance and it, and you have to make the time for it. Yeah. Is that where you're at at the moment, Stace? Where you've I that to yourself? I am trying to become more open. Yeah. And, and because I think like, like Danny, I'm, we're so similar and, and just the fact that it does feel really powerful to not want it. And mm. that's a great thing to have, but I know I do, 
and I know yeah. that when it's right, I do, and I need to be learning things. Even if it's not the perfect guy, I still need to be putting in time to romantic or intimate, like intimate things. Yeah. Dan, Dan have you yeah. um, been the person in the past that wanted a relationship and it's only now? Yeah, granted, I'm a relationship, I'm a relationship girl, you know, like that's an, like I like them. So I, maybe that's just speaking from, from that perspective. Um. Yeah, but Christy, in answer to your question, so were you asking me if I've been the person that wanted a relationship? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like now oh, you're saying yeah. I'm, I'm the single girl who actually I don't I can be on my own and I don't need a man and mm-hmm. that's really powerful and I feel really strong being able to do that. In the past, were you of a different oh, mindset? Oh, my God, definitely. My At 27, so I'm 30, I'm 31 next month. At 27, girls, it was like my biological clock was out mm. of control. I was so desperate. Like, I didn't realize how desperate I was at the time, but now looking back, I was so, like, it was like this deep, deep, deep desire. I wanted to find someone so badly. Every date that I went on, I was so there, and I was so available, and I was so into it, and I wanted to have babies, and I wanted to get married, and I even, like, got to the point where I was looking at, like, engagement rings in stores. Wow. So I definitely have Don't we all, there. don't we all do, like, isn't that something yeah. that you've done at some point in your life, though? Like... I think everyone doesn't, don't they? <laughs> like for me, it was 27. And then I just I kind of found to. that as things didn't happen, by about 28 and a half to 29, I just kind of went, I don't know. I just found like this different side of life. And I didn't even think about relationships and kind of have, haven't since. But, but I say, but this is what I find weird is that, I, you know, on my breakfast show, it's always about me trying to find the one. And with my friends, I'm like, oh, God, I've been single for so long. I should find the one. But deep inside, like I said to you girls, it's actually not something that I'm concerning myself with, that I'm taking yeah. seriously. There are some things, I guess, that you also want to tick off. Like I know for me, there's ex- there's been bits and pieces here that I've explored and certainly pushed myself with. But uh, do I really want to be moving someone around the country with me eventually? Do yeah. I want to have to be considering someone else right now when I, you know, do things for my career? Maybe not so much. Having said that, though, like Christy said, if you do meet the right person, they'll move with you. And you'll make Yeah, that's work. true. And the, the thing that shits me is, as you know, reiterating your point before, Stace, just because you're in a relationship with someone doesn't mean that you haven't got enough time for yourself. Like, I think that you really can, like, squish it all in and, and have best of both worlds. To yeah, be that's that so true. Independent Coming. go-getter. Yeah. You know, like, I look at my situation and, you know, we live apart. Although I'm in a relationship, I'm very much independent and, and have been living away and on my own for the past three years. But, yeah, How somehow... You're such it. a gem. I you are such... Like, young mate is a legend. You. And right. I just think, how have you done it, Christy? Like, how have you done it? Because, you know, breakfast radio is such a, 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 a consuming thing, especially yeah. at the level that we're at, where we don't have that level of support of producers and so on. I just think about you sometimes and I'm like, I don't know how you guys have But if you've met the person, right, you meet the person. It's so hard. Like when I was in Townsville, like that was just, oh, it makes me like want to cry talking about it because it was just like so lonely. (laughs) Not until you look back, you realise like how low you were. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's really hard like with, with friends and with family and stuff, you know that they're always going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. but it's an, with a partner, I don't know. It's it's a different relationship in a sense that you need to see them and need to have, you mm-hmm. know, physical contact and be able to hug and and all of that, you know, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is like a different 
it's very different being away from a partner versus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other support network like friends oh, and family yeah. that I just think, oh, it's, it's, a, it's fucking hard. But if you ever want to test how strong a relationship is, you, you can do it, do it long distance. Because so how do you guys yeah. do it? Do you guys speak all the time? Um, do you, you know, do you have, to, do you have date, like phone dates and stuff like that or? Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. I think it's consistent contact. I think it's trust in yourself and in that other person. Mm-hmm. But mainly, it's just him being able to to trust me to yeah. do what I want to do and be okay with it and support it. Because honestly, if he said, you know, we were living together and, you know, he said, well, I've got this great job, I'm going to move into state, would I be as supportive of him as he's been of me? Probably not, because I'm more selfish and it's awful to admit, but yeah. that's the truth. I actually think someone gave me the best piece of advice ever when it comes to guys and girls and men and women, I should say, uh, that the man should love the woman about 5% more. Really? Mm, That's interesting. Yeah. Why is that? Because they show it less, you reckon, that you need to have that? Well, we're mothers. We are nesters. We give, 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 give. Our instinct is to give first. Their instinct is probably more to take first, to be honest, or collect for you. I agree with that. Mm, that's probably another podcast. Oh, that's, that's a whole. This podcast, is a whole other podcast. Um. Anyway, I think it, it may not be as simple as that, but it does make a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah, oh, no, I like that. I do. I agree. Because I feel that. like I have a lot of masculine qualities when it comes to to how I love. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. I find myself being a little bit more like detached. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, another Dan. For another day. On your j- last gem before we go, because mm. that was the alarm. Um. I actually reckon that there's another level for you. So you feel like amazing and powerful and in a really great place. I reckon it gets better to the point where you feel even more stronger and powerful when you can actually say out loud, I am ready for a relationship. I do want to get married. I do want kids. If that's what you want Mm, and you don't have them. God, it's weird because I think that kind of scares me a little bit. That's when right, but that's the new that? that's when the new level. That? That's the next bit. So oh. if you don't actually have them, you're a single girl and you fuck off all of the bullshit about being desperate and wanting to get married, fuck that. I have a great life and I am going to be really open about the fact that I want to find a, a person to share it with me and, and, that, and I'm open to that and I can't wait for that to happen and I, yeah. that's... I mean, it isn't always the time I get confused by it, but there's been moments where I've felt that and been like, I can't wait to meet that guy. Mm-hmm. And that is the most powerful feeling of all. And build something. I think, yep. I, I, I think I get an inkling of what you're talking about when sometimes when I think, imagine building something with someone, like mm-hmm. building a life yeah. with someone and having your sets of values come together and, 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 and pushing forward together. That really excites me. But being in a relationship, I don't think you, again, I don't think you have to give up any of that independence no. or, or give up that sense of self because mm-hmm. it really is, in a sense, giving yourself more time. You know, like just because you're in a relationship with someone and giving them time, at the same time, it's also giving love to yourself because you're yeah. getting more yeah, love it's from that so other person. True. I love the way you've said that, That Christy. is so true. And coming for girls that are single that have to kind of sometimes create a bit of a tough shell. That's a really nice way to look at it to soften yeah, you. Totally. And and it's really funny because, sorry, I know we, we've run out of time, but it's really funny that you've said that, Christy, because I've kind of had a big lesson um, through my work at the moment that I'm allowed to work hard but also be kind to myself. Yeah. And what you just said really resonates with me because I guess I've never seen being in a relationship as also being kind to myself. Yeah, it's so true. myself to be loved and looked after and vice versa and looking after someone else. 
Yeah, and you've got sex on call. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the pill. I'll pay for it. Will you pay for my pill? <laughs> no. Oh, God, I don't want yeah, to get I'll pay for it. I'll get the first round. I'll go back Christy's to boyfriend can pay for... Yeah. Chrissy's boyfriend can pay for all of our pills. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. No, well, at least yeah, after this cute. chat, I'll actually think of bringing that up early on. And can you, before the next podcast, go meet this guy? Which guy? Oh, we did meet, oh, but yeah. oh. I'm not that into him. Okay, fair enough. Nah, Maybe he... give it another go, just to go on another date, just to flirt. Oh, nah. Oh, nah, really? I'll, I'll fill you in out, out All right, of fair enough. Okay, love you guys. Love you guys. Um, love that's Think Girl. We All the other podcasts, if you want, are on iTunes or thinkgirl.com.au for e- e- other info, I guess. Yep. Yep, yep. And Facebook, we've got our Think a Girl Facebook page. Oh, yeah, it's Think a like Girls. Mm-hmm. And, no. and Twitter as well. It's up on Twitter too. <laughs> Yeah, at Thinker Girl TV. <laughs> and basically, Aubrey and Gosford and Cans. Woohoo! All right, bye. bye That's girl. enough. See ya. Bye. Love you. Thinker Girl, the podcast. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com